This is Neve Bushnell from Tech Ireland. Tech Ireland's mission is to become the definitive source of data and analysis on Irish innovation globally. We're a non-profit with funding from both private and public sources, including Google and Bank of Ireland. At our website, techireland.org, you'll find our free public database on all product innovation in Ireland. You'll also find our infographics and podcast series, where we share data on key sectors and discuss it with our advisors. The FinTech podcast and infographic are sponsored by KPMG. Connor McLevy, the head of innovation at Leveris, joined me for a discussion on FinTech. But before we dive into the discussion with Connor, let's look at some of the numbers. We are currently at Tech Ireland tracking 148 FinTech companies that have total funding of 574 million between them, total employees over 6,000. The largest subsectors are payments with about 30% of the companies we're tracking are in the payment space. After that, platforms, FinOps, funds and trading, accounting and RegTech down at about 10%. Nine of the companies we're tracking have over 10 million in funding, and that includes companies like Future Finance, Two Checkout for Nergo, Information Mosaic, Plink, Currency Fair, Alpha Payments Cloud. Uh, 29% of these companies of the 148 companies have funding in total, and the average funding is 3.9 million. The largest employer is Fexco with 2,300 employees, and 78% of these companies have live product as we're tracking it right now. So over to Connor to discuss what he sees in the data and what he hopes to see in the data going forward as we continue to track it. And remember, if you're looking for the live data behind these numbers, just download the infographic and click through the numbers to the database in the back end. Thank you. Enjoy. Yeah, so I'd say the first thing is some of the numbers are impressively surprising. So 148, I think, is, 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 is quite a large number when you consider that some of your your other numbers in the other sectors like you know health and medical having 190 and right. health and medical has been around for a long time fintech is really only a kind of a post you know 2008 phenomenon so i think that's a very positive and 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 and, and great number at this stage um, I also expect that number to grow a lot, you know, whenever you guys uh, release the next, whatever it is, quarterly no numbers, I'd expect that to go quite high because the, the market is maturing or rather the ecosystem has matured a lot in the last year, year or two. A lot of the, um, you know, incubators and, and, and um, uh, labs that are happening. So yeah. I think that number will, will increase. When you look across the, the subsectors, some of it is reasonably predictable in terms of payments. I mean, that's one of the most mature sectors of of. Of fintech, so you, right. you'd expect a large number there. Right, and Ireland um, has been traditionally strong in payments, right? Yeah. I mean, you look at companies like Orbiscom that was bought by Mastercard back in two thousand and nine, uh, Relex Payments, obviously. So there's there, there we we've been in payments for a long time. I feel like. Yeah, well, but it's also been around for a long time, and okay. I, I suppose it's natural that that is the case. I mean, um, you know, Relex Payments, like I said, is, is, is a huge success story, sold for over 100 million euros, um, and it's great to see Comline, you know, going, going again. I think we're starting to see that in Ireland, and you'll see it in the numbers as well, where there are previously successful, um, you know, tech entrepreneurs, particularly fintech entrepreneurs that are, you know, doubling down on their bet and going for a larger play, you know, right. and I think that's... Who else would you, see. would you mention as the serial entrepreneurs um, in fintech? Well, Finergo is the obvious one, I guess, Paul Carley. Um, Finergo are an incredible company, um, you know, they're backed massively by Insight. Uh, their board of directors is, you know, a real who's who list of, of very in influential uh, fintech and financial players. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's really... The most standard one. 
Um, but you'll, you'll start to see that more and more as, as time goes on. What I really like about the data as well, it really shows the, the diversity in, I guess, the, um, the verticals within Fifth Fintech. It's not just the traditional uh, spheres of, of you know, payments and think, things like that. We're starting to see uh, you know, companies emerge that are um, doing things in personal finance and peer-to-peer in sort of analytics and in particular in reg tech, which I guess is Fifth Fintech. I mean, that's a huge area of expansion in the world and, and in Ireland, right? Because there's just so much regulatory burden on financial um, financial institutions and banks that it's a real growth area. We're really starting to see that in Ireland as well. Super. And and some, so Fexco being the largest employer and Future Finance being the most funded companies, these are obviously both standout companies in Ireland. Yeah. Um, are you seeing kind of younger companies of their ilk coming up that would be exciting. Yeah, so Fexco are a real a company I hugely admire. I mean, you know, someone that's just goes about their business without much fanfare. They're they're you know they're based in Kerry, which is impressive in itself that it's, that, that they have been able to build a company like that outside of Dublin. Um, so it's great to see you know traditional com- companies like that, but they're also helping to spawn other you know smaller right. com- companies. You know, so we've seen you know many many companies in the last few few months or 2007 like Assure Hedge in, in particular who got um you know uh, got into the sandbox the FCA sand, sandbox in the UK um so we're starting to see companies like that emerge and I, I think but I guess what people should realize is that in fintech and in financial services these companies take quite a long time to to emerge because right. there's so much regulation and some of the sales cycles can can be long so I think over the next nine months, we're going to see more and more of those come along because the lead time is quite long. Right. Uh, Flender is another company, I believe, that got FCA regulation in May. Is yeah. it, that's super important as a milestone for these companies. It is. I mean, especially because, you know, London in particular is, a, is seen as a financial, obviously, obviously it's a financial centre, but it's also the world capital of fintech and the market is gargantuan there. And, um, you know, some of their competitors like Cedars, like the peer-to-peer market in the UK is quite mature, okay. you know, like, uh, you know, funding circles, Cedars, several other ones. But so it's great to see them getting that FCA approval where some of the more better known companies haven't got that yet. So right. there's a huge future for them, I feel. Super, super. So we, we hope to see reg tech expand and increase yeah. in terms of one of the subsectors. I think it's it's under 10% right now, but yeah. maybe we'll see that expand as we Absolutely, track the numbers yeah. over a time. Opportunity there. And you mentioned to me earlier that AQ Metrics and Frenergo uh, were both included in the FinTech 50 in the last couple of months. What's the significance of that? Um, it's just... I guess the significance is that the people on the the board or the panel that choose it are 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 incredibly successful, well known, influential people in the financial sector in the fintech world. So if you get on that list, it really is a vote of confidence. So uh, it's not only a vote of confidence for the company, but it's also a vote of, vote of confidence for the sector that they're they're involved in, and in Ireland in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the names that they're that they're along, alongside are, are are hugely well known global brands, and and to get there, you know, isn't a small feat. Right, that's really excellent. So that is the fintech fifty is a global, it's a global ranking of companies. Absolutely, yeah. Super exciting. Uh, so you know, th- there's a lot of uh, other interesting companies here on our list. I mean, you mentioned the the funding platforms. There's quite a number of funding platforms. So there's there's Grid Finance. There's uh, there's linked finance. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of other companies in that space. Uh, did you want to mention any other companies there and what, what what that all is about? Yeah. So I mean, you know, 
they're particularly interesting because not only are they success stories in themselves, but they're helping breed other success stories. I mean, I know personally, even one of the companies that I've invested in myself is currently raising money on, on grid, grid finance and link, link finance. So um, it's a sector that has, again, when we compare ourselves to the UK, it shows the, the potential that's, that, that's there, you know? Because um, yeah. when you compare the Irish numbers to the UK numbers, you can really see the, the growth that we're going to experience or should experience in the next couple of years, you know, as we follow the same sort of trends and the same outcomes happen in the market, the same adoption of sort of fin fintechs. Um, so I think um, those, not I guess they're crowdfunding uh, web websites, uh, they're great for the, the company themselves, but they're also great for the, the sector in general. Absolutely. It's kind of like when you see a nice, healthy group of angel investors, yeah. you know, they're, they're kind of the, the step down from there, right? So if you've got a healthy angel investor environment, you have a healthy ecosystem because above them then obviously are the VCs and the, the uh, private equity guys. But, it, you know, you need that kind of grassroots approach to an industry for the pipeline to be healthy. And I'm sure it's the same with crowdfunding. Yeah, absolutely. You need, you need all sorts. I mean, um, you know, you need Series A and Series B for the big, for the big guys. You need, you need angel uh, you know, investment in seed stuff and you need this sort of crowdfunding stuff. And the thing about the great thing about the crowdfunding stuff as well is also it's a marketing ploy in other words you know i mean companies in the uk like monzo you know they break records and how quickly they can raise funding and then it's great for their pr and their marketing going going forward because everyone sees it and hears about it so um and for the growth of the sector in ireland you just need all different types of funding people right. need different options and and they need big money they need they need small money they need quick money they need permanent money and and you know those platforms you know uh, solve one of those niches that are required Right. Of course, saying all of that, one of our biggest fintech companies is Ding. Mm -hmm. And I believe Ding are bootstrapped. Yeah, so, so I believe as well. They're an incredible company. Um, Mark Roden is, is the CEO. He won the, the uh, Entrepreneur of the Year a couple of years ago. That's right, EY um, Entrepreneur of the Year. Yeah, and I think that's a sort of a trend as well in fintech. One of the problems that fintech is, is solving and Currency Fair and other Irish company are doing, are doing similar where it's you know, it's again, it's the regulation, it's the cross-border, it's the globalization of the world where there's a lot of diaspora now, people living abroad, there's also people traveling and there's that need for sort of FX, you know, remittance payments and they're solving that for, for you know, a, a large part of the diaspora around the world. They've got offices in every continent in the world, I think. Super. Uh, one of my own favorites is Rubicoin who teach people how to uh, invest in stocks. Mm -hmm. So I think they're, they're an interesting organization. I, I, I personally have no idea how to invest in the stock market and a company like that that's, uh, that's helping companies to, yeah, to make a, sense of that. Yeah, there's a huge growth there as well wor worldwide. In that. And again, it's great to see Irish companies getting, getting into that. I mean, that's, that's a, a type of, of I guess, uh, robo-advisory. So, you know, automated lending or sorry, automated, uh, you know, advisory and stocks and shares. Um, so it's great to see an Irish company getting into that sector. We have MasterCard, obviously. We have Stripe, two Irish founders. Uh, we have PayPal. You know, any, any thoughts on what the multinationals are doing here? And we're seeing more and more of that happening with some of the large banks, uh, insurance, you know, large financial institutions coming to coming to Ireland and choosing Ireland and Dublin, particular over country or locations like Luxembourg, Brussels, Frankfurt, Paris. So that's a real vote of confidence for the country as well. It's because right. they're not they're not just leaving London; they are choosing Ireland. Right. My and 
Yeah. Sorry, my, my, my own old boss, um, Gary Lyons, is the head of innovation for MasterCard. So when Orbiscom, Irish company, Irish payments company, Orbiscom was bought by MasterCard, Gary joined MasterCard. And now we have, you know, a research and innovation center for MasterCard mm-hmm. that's globally impactful based right here in Dublin. And they're doing a lot of work with startups. So that's very exciting. That's a really good example, mm-hmm. I think, of what the multinational startup engagement can be. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, it's, it's just good for the... The brand of Ireland and, and Dublin, you know, because yeah. it's going to attract tech talent, it's going to attract, you know, it's going to attract investment, it's going to attract entrepreneurs from other countries wanting a good place to set up a business where they can get access to large companies, get access to funding and get access to talent. Right, absolutely. Uh, we'll finish on on a, a piece of news that excited many people here and abroad was Plink. Uh, Charles Dowd. So that's a B2C company. That's a, a payment solution, correct? And they just made, uh, they just raised 25 million there in May? Yeah, so I guess it's 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 sort of social payments. I mean, it's it's uh, much like some of the things that Messenger are doing and, and Google are doing with, with, you know, Gmail and transferring money between, it's, you know, peer-to-peer, I guess, right? Right. Um, so that was a huge raise, raise for them. It, it's, it's always easier to raise, I guess, in the B2C market than it is in the B2C but they're a huge, huge success. I mean, so far anyway, and they came out of the uh, the BOI workbench, I believe, which the is Bank another, of Orange yeah, workbench. Yeah, which is another one of three or four or five really good initiatives that's helping you know small startups you know get off the ground, get some support, get access to larger companies that they can learn from and sell to and understand and sort of carve out their their value proposition based on the feedback from the larger org- organization. So I can't wait to see how they're going to go. The I mean the the size of that market could potentially be enormous. And, and I guess that's one of the things we need to try and promote in Ireland is a couple of giants, you know, so like the likes of Finergo and, and um, you know, Future Finance, yeah, future you know, finance that, that we have indeed. some, I don't yeah. want to use the annoying U word, but, uh, you know, large companies that can really be sort of um, standard bearers for the rest of the industry. And, and I guess Blink have a chance of do, doing that. Absolutely. And and if, if, if Charles is anything to go by the talent that's in Plink, I think we've got a lot more exciting things to see coming from them. Well, Connor, thank you so much for talking through the numbers with me. And um, we'll see you in a couple of months' time okay, and see no how problem. we're tracking it. Glad, glad I could help. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To learn more about fintech or any product innovation sector in Ireland, go to techireland.org and search our live database or download our infographics and podcasts. To connect with us directly, email research at techireland.org or tweet us at techireland. This is Neve Bushnell signing off. Until next time.